we knew about hypnosis, but stage hypnosis, where people quack like chickens mm. and bark like yeah. dogs, but not hypnotherapy. And realizing and recognizing now, 13 years later, how the power of our mind and our subconscious mind and how we are able to transform our lives by changing the programming that's within us. Tell me your story. Tell me your story. How did it all start? Do you remember? Oh, I know what happened. How did it stop? You're now tuned into the Small Business Origins Podcast. I love an origin story. Each week, we dive into the real stories of entrepreneurs and businesses from across the nation. Who is he and what's his origin story? Who started with just an idea and are now making waves. I told you this was a good idea. This is Small Business Origins. Hello, hello. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Small Business Origins. You're tuned in to our nationwide search for entrepreneurs that have a story to tell. And joining me virtually in the studio today, I've got Christine of Sepian with Journeys to Heal. Christine, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, John. It's a pleasure as always. This episode, I am kind of excited because I don't know much about some of the really just like obscure things in my mind, not offensively, but obscure things (laughs) that you do in my mind. Um, I'm excited to learn about it and to hear about it because it's always interested me. It's kind of one of those things that it's like, I don't want to say I don't believe in it because I've never been given evidence to the contrary or to support it. So I am just here to be like all ears and an open book and just open my mind up. And I hope the viewers will take this journey, pun intended, with me because this is going to be an exciting one. We've (laughs) never had a guest like you and I'm just excited to hop into it. But before we get started, we always start this show out with an icebreaker question. So today's icebreaker question is pretty simple. Do you collect anything? Do I collect anything? Hmm. I used to, but since I started my journey, I've realized not to have attachments to things. So for me to say I collect things, I would say actually no, because I'm free to let go of things that I don't need, don't serve me. And so. Yeah, I mean, that's (laughs) fair. I'm probably a slightly a hoarder. My wife would disagree and say that I am definitely a hoarder, but I, I don't think I'm that bad. I've got a few things that I keep just sentimental stuff that it is hard to let go. And you're right. It's uh, emotional and physical baggage because a lot of it is like sentimental stuff from my dad and my mom who have passed and uh, mm-hmm. just some things that it's like, it's hard to just say, you know what, I'm going to get rid of it because it means something. I don't necessarily have a full collection that I'm like super into or anything, but Uh, Being in the fire service, I do collect patches, challenge coins, that kind of stuff. They're just kind of sitting in a bag, though. It's not anything Mm -hmm. that I really partake in too heavily, but, you know, I'll collect it as we go. (laughs) Fair. Well, before (laughs) we kick everything off, we also have to stop and talk about our sponsors. So our title sponsor is Beefy Marketing, and we couldn't do this thing without them. They are helping us on this nationwide search. We're bringing people from across the country with interesting stories to the show And it's all because of the production team that I have here at Beefy. And, you know, if you're looking to get your podcast kicked off, if you're looking to advertise on podcasts, this exact podcast right here is actually accepting sponsors and advertisers as we speak. And I've told you the statistics before on advertising and, you know, the listenership of podcasts. It is just absolutely phenomenal. People are getting great results. So if you're wanting to advertise or maybe even start your own podcast for your business, you've got to reach out www.beefymarketing.com. 
That's where you need to go, get everything that you need together, and then schedule a consultation and just hear them out, see what they have to offer and see if they can get you your own podcast or get you some ads on those podcasts and start getting a return on your investment immediately. But we are here to talk to Christine and figure out where you came from and how you got started. That's what I like to start with. Just tell us about you and then kind of your, again, pun intended, journey to (laughs) what you're doing now. Oh, it definitely was a journey. So I won't go too far back into my past, but I moved to the States with my family from Armenia when I was 12 years old, which was 30 some years ago. And I grew up here. And because my family moved us from a country where we didn't have enough freedom of you know speech and freedom of religion and all that stuff. And we moved here for, with, for that exact reason for my brother and I to follow our dreams and live the American dream. And it didn't necessarily start out that way because I was following that societal go to school, get a degree, get a job. And my job for many years was in the accounting field. And it just took a toll on me emotionally because it was not my journey. (laughs) And I kind of, in my early 30s, got to a place in my life where I realized it's life and death because my my emotions were really taking a toll on my physical body and everything that could go wrong was starting to go wrong. And my doctor warned me and said, if you go down this path, it's not looking good because every week I was in his you know, office and with symptoms and there were physical symptoms, but it was emotionally driven. So, and then of course I just surrendered and started praying and Suddenly, I I mean, hypnotherapy was never a thing that I or my culture knows, understands or believes in or any of that. So it was not like, oh, this will be a cool business to start. It was not that it was simply (laughs) and that's why I called the business journeys to heal because it really was a journey. And I didn't know it existed. I didn't know it worked. I didn't know any of that. And I had a very vivid dream. And I looked at myself and I was like, I know who I am. And I was wearing a white coat, but I knew I was not a doctor. But I knew the intention of that white coat was that I'm helping people. And so I woke up that morning and I just intuitively out of nowhere typed in hypnotherapy. And at that time, I was studying for the CPA exam, trying to force that world still And it just from there, it just started to unfold in the most beautiful ways. And that was in 2009 that I started my journey and going into 2023. I mean, I just feel blessed every day more and more and more that I get to do what I love. Because years ago, when people would tell me I love what I do, I was like, that's a lie. That's not possible. (laughs) (laughs) And now I am one of those individuals that could truly say, follow your dreams. Your dreams can make you money. Because even in the beginning, when I first started, even family members were telling me, this will never work. And you're never going to succeed. And and there was this fire inside of me that was like, I'm going to prove everybody wrong that this is going to work and that I am going to be that even if I'm not one person, which I know I'm not in the world that loves what they do and make money doing it, I'm going to prove that. And every day I just work towards it. Was it easy? No, especially in the beginning before 2012. I would talk to doctors, I would talk to individuals, and I would get all the weird faces of what do you do? What is that? Oh, that's scary. You're going to hypnotize me. And when people don't understand really what hypnosis is and how it works, it, it scares them. And they suddenly think that, you know, you have this power over others, which is not true at all. That's not what hypnosis is. So that's how I started. Yeah, it's such an interesting journey. So 
coming from your country, then this is not something that you would have been able to do there. Yeah. Now there is, but before, no, because um, my my country was a part of the, you know, USSR. This was before the collapse and everything changed. So no, absolutely not. And it wasn't even, I mean, it wasn't even in the radar or in the horizon. Like we knew about hypnosis but stage hypnosis where people quack like chickens mm. and bark like yeah. dogs, but not hypnotherapy and realizing and recognizing now 13 years later, how the power of our mind and our subconscious mind and how we are able to transform our lives by changing the programming that's within us, because it really is. Everybody's being run by their childhood programming the first seven years of our lives is the critical time where the programming happens and then based on that we start creating our belief systems and and habits and behaviors and all that stuff and then once you recognize that there are certain beliefs and behaviors that are detrimental to your life or hurting you or harming you or others in any way you have the power and the responsibility i feel to change it yeah, I think it's kind of that age-old argument of nature versus nurture. That's right. You know, it's something that some people obviously believe that we're born and instinctually we have these things. And then, you know, others believe that it's it's all taught to us. And, of course, I mean, all these things are theories and thought processes by people who are much smarter than me, I'll admit. Right. But I believe that it's – and I've always believed this, that it's kind of a mixture between both. That's right. That, Absolutely. That there is some truth to both sides. And honestly, I find that correlating well with life and everything, that uh, in everything that we do, there's always some right to each side of an argument, you know, mm-hmm. uh, his, hers, and the truth type type Absolutely. thing. Absolutely. This has always really interested me because, you know, what what you said is spot on that when I think of hypnosis, like many people, probably a lot of listeners, I think of that comedy show quackery of, you know, you're going to walk around on stage, quack like a duck and, you know, do funny, humiliating things and everybody's enjoying it. And the next thing that's always come to mind for me when I'm thinking of these things is fake, staged an act. Uh, And I think I was probably programmed to kind of believe that, that, hey, this kind of stuff is just, you can't see it. You can't prove it. It's just not something that's real. And I've been doing a lot of like, I'm one of those people that I love to watch documentaries and stuff on Netflix and Hulu. And one show that I've seen recently is called Afflicted. I don't know if you're familiar with that, but you know, they're talking heavily about people who have Lyme's disease and kind of these mental health issues that are going on where absolutely it's 100% mentally driven. There is nothing physically wrong with them by any doctor's standards or any scientific standard, except there is something that is so wrong in their brain that it's triggering these physical responses. And I'll be totally honest here with full disclosure. I don't 100% understand it. I've not been through it. Therefore, there is a healthy amount of skepticism that I have about, you know, all of these things, which is why I want to maintain an open mind and kind of learn about this stuff. Because one thing my dad always told me when I was growing up was the mind is so much more powerful than we know. And I do think that science in all of its glory and the way that they do things and how amazing it is, I do firmly believe that there is still quite a bit that science doesn't understand. And because they can't explain it, it can't be real. 
And I, I fundamentally disagree with that. I think that uh, because, you know, as myself, I am a Christian, so I do believe in things that I cannot prove, see, hear, or feel that are real. So it's easy for me to kind of make that bridge and that jump to believe that, you know what, absolutely, your brain could be so powerful beyond any recognition to anything we know today that you could absolutely manifest things to be physically wrong with you or make yourself sick. Or it's just such an interesting thing to talk about. So I, I would love for you to kind of explain to us journeys to heal exactly what it is that you do, the type of client you're looking for, but then maybe go in depth a little bit about the hypnotherapy and kind of what the real true differences are between that and this staged hypnosis act that we see elsewhere. <laughs> yeah. So just a quick thing, the stage hypnosis act, the hypnotist knows exactly who they're picking. So the people right. that are chosen are the highly suggestible individuals. So they're truly individuals that if you talk to them continuously and within five minutes in your words, you give them specific pointers. And then eventually within five minutes, you say, oh, and suddenly you're going to start feeling like your arm is getting lighter. They choose right people. It is not staged. It's very much real because I was a little girl and I watched my own brother get hypnotized and pet a cat that was getting bigger and bigger on stage and he was so suggestible to it it wasn't staged because that i know it was my brother it's not like a hypnotist okay. came to my brother and said you're gonna act like this and you're gonna do right. no none of that so the hypnotist knows exactly who they're choosing from the audience they're not going to choose the person that is so left brain logical that wants to constantly be proven right? No, it doesn't exist. You can't force me. They're going to go and choose the person that is highly more so creative on the right side of their brain, which is very suggestible. And so they are suggestible to the suggestion. And so they're going to do what you tell them to do. So in saying that there is no right and wrong, there's just different ways of people's brain function. Right. Okay. And so and I'm also often asked, can anybody and everybody be hypnotized? I say yes, because all hypnosis is self hypnosis. I don't hypnotize my clients. I just know how to communicate with my client's subconscious mind in that hypnotic state. But naturally, as I communicate with their mind, it naturally they themselves get themselves into hypnosis every single night as you go to sleep what do you think you do you hypnotize yourself and then you end up falling asleep because you go through the stages of the beta brain that is very active and chatter 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 and then you start to relax and then you suddenly feel like oh i'm getting drowsy my you know eyes are closing and this and that and then you go into the alpha stage your body relaxes you're like okay and things start to get louder because your senses become heightened. And then you go into theta, delta, and fall asleep. And every single morning, you go from delta, theta, alpha, and into beta state, which is the fight and flight mode that most people operate on, which is 12% of our mind power. So to say that it is or it's not, every single one of us are hypnotized on a daily basis when you drive. Sometimes you catch yourself going, oh, wait, did I just stop at that stop sign? Did I run the red light? That's hypnosis. Those are all forms of hypnosis. It's just in the morning and at night before we go to bed or the potent times during which time what you introduce to your mind and body takes in very quickly. If you were if you were to think about your brain, your beta mind as the gates, when you're tired, when you're in a hypnotic state, those gates are open. 
and we have access to the subconscious, which is the hard drive. It's kind of like when you go on your computer, right? You access your hard drive. Your hard drive is not just there, right? You go and click buttons and go into the hard drive. It's the same concept with our brain. When you click the right buttons and access the hard drive, then you find the viruses, which are beliefs and stories and all that stuff. And you saying that you're Christian, I'm born and raised Christian as well. Have you and I witnessed Christ alive? We have not. But do we believe wholeheartedly? Yes, we do. Right? And even when Christ was healing people, not that I want to turn this, you know, speech or or conversation, because I know there are people that don't believe in Christ consciousness. But when he was doing his healing, was he not telling people, do you believe you can be healed? And people that said yes, with conviction and belief, subconscious power came in and those people healed. And the people that didn't have that didn't get healed. So we're forgetting the fact that we are our own healers. Christ didn't take anybody's power away. Christ didn't, you know, force anybody to believe anything that they didn't want to believe. He just said, if it resonates with you, if you, you know, make sense to you, come with me, follow me, or you can be healed or whatever it was. So at the end of the day, and that was his greatest teaching, honestly, was to help people to understand that, you know, you have the power within yourself. You have the direct connection within yourself and everything else around you are tools. And so hypnotherapy is a tool that helps my clients to go within and to make the changes that they're ready to make, right? So when my clients, you you ask me to talk about, you know, what, what do people come to me for? Because it's so fortunate for me that I get to explain it, but also unfortunate that it's 20, oh, we're going into 2023, but there's still a large number of our world and population that doesn't understand how our mind works. And that's the saddest part. And so everybody comes to me and they go, I don't have control over my thoughts, which is not true at all. We have total control over our thoughts. It's just when we give our power to our reptilian mind, and you might think, what is reptilian mind? It's the caveman woman mind that is still in the fight and flight freeze mode, that there's constantly danger around that. Of course, we're going to be frozen. Of course, we're going to want to run away. Of course, we're going to want to fight, right? Against our life and and get... There is a fight going on in every person's mind on a daily basis. We're judging ourselves, we're questioning ourselves, we're doubting ourselves, we're being mean to ourselves, and then we expect the world around us to be loving and kind and gentle. Well, it's what you put out is what you get back. So it's nature, right? It's the law of attraction. And the law of attraction simply states what you put out is what you're going to get. What you put out is what you're going to get. What you focus on is what you're going to attract. And so it's that simple. So having said that, going back to, I know there was layers of questions in there that I'm trying to catch up with. (laughs) You're welcome. So the layer of that was, what do people, you know, seek me out for? Because on average, people think, oh, for smoking, for weight loss. That's literally less than 2% of my clientele. Where number one, even with smoking, even with weight loss, I always tell my clients, that's not what we're working on. That's the symptom. That's what science goes after, right? Let's go after the symptom. When I say we got to go after the root, because the root cause of weight gain, the root cause of us eating emotionally, the root cause of smoking is lack of self-love. Our emotional state from childhood that we were told you're too this, you're too that, you're not good enough, you're not smart enough, you're not pretty enough, you're not skinny enough, you're not whatever that may be. And it gets programmed over and over and then we grow up and we start, quote unquote, punishing ourselves with our behaviors, right? Trying to suppress our emotions. 
So that's, but that's literally, when I work with my clients, I don't work on the weight and I really don't per se work on the smoking. I work on the emotions. What caused this in the first place? What is the reason why you're smoking? What is the reason why you're eating? What are the emotions behind it? And so my clientele comes to me for depression, for anxiety, for panic, for fears, for doubt, for worry, for limitations, for blocks. These are the things that are really, because those are really, although those are symptoms as well, but at the root of everything is fear. Is a fear of success? Is a fear of failure? Is a fear of judgment? Is a fear of this? Is a fear of that? There's always, they're deep-rooted. I mean, when we're born, we're born with two things alone. I mean, there's, there's more, but the main things are. A child, a baby is afraid of falling in loud noises. Those are both fears, right? So we're naturally already born with two fears. <laughs> there's more on there. Now, I don't want to take it too spiritual on the spiritual path, but those are typically the first two things we're afraid of. And then on that, we build more fears and more lack and more this and more that and beliefs and beliefs and beliefs. And next thing we know, I mean, every single one of us has positive beliefs and negative beliefs. But when we look at our daily life, we could easily recognize where is our mind at more in negativity or in the positivity? Is it a combination or is it more of one than the other? Happier people are, have more positives. Doesn't mean they don't have negatives, but they have more positive thoughts. And then people who are miserable and sad and depressed and stuck in the past, reliving their life over and over and over, fighting within, are, have more negative. And so what do we do about that? That's where people think, oh my God, I'm stuck in this darkness. No, you're not. You have the power to switch those belief systems and turn them into positives. And how do you do that? You can sit there and talk about it all you want. You're only accessing 12% of your mind power. But once you go into that hypnotic state, it gives you access to the 88%, which is running the show. It's your hard drive. And so then from there, you start to remove the viruses and basically replacing them with positive. And through repetition, how do we create our beliefs? You and I being born and raised Christian. How do we become Christian? The beliefs, right, of what information mm -hmm. we were given. What are those beliefs? Repetition, 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 repetition. It was repeated to your parents. It was repeated to grandparents. It was repeated to great-grandparents, blah, 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 2,000 years before. And the repetition became who we are, you and I today, sitting here saying we're born and raised Christian. We didn't see it. Do we see God? No, we don't. But do we believe in God? Yes, we do, right? So yeah. it's beliefs are created through repetition. And so is hypnosis. Through repetition, you create a new belief and you dissolve an old belief. Your neuropathways begin to shift and change. The old neuropathways begin to kind of fade away and the new neuropathways are strengthened. And so you go from negative to positive and it becomes permanent changes in your life. So that's how I do what I do. <laughs> yeah. So talking about earlier life. So one thing I was reading whenever, you know, I was looking through your guest profile and, and getting ready to interview you was that you offer, and I'm asking this, I don't know if this is true or not, but a past life regression therapy Correct. as well. Yes. So my first question is, you know, what is it? And then follow-up question would be, how does it tie into the belief into Christianity? You know, how can they both exist, if you will? Right, exactly. Thank you. I love that question. Because in fact, when I was in school, and they started 
you know, the course was going to begin because in addition to my hypnotherapy school, these were additional courses that you needed to take. And I saw the flyer, I'll never forget. And I saw, saw passive regression therapy and I was so fascinated. But of course, my religious background was going, no, 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 you can't do that. That's against our religion. And so there was so much fight back and forth. I went on Google and I started searching and searching and searching and searching. I was like, I need to recognize or find out why am I so drawn to this? But my brain tells me you can't do this. But then I did research and I found out, I don't remember what the website was so many years ago, but in 325 AD, conversations about reincarnation were removed from the belief system. But Christ spoke of reincarnation. And so that gave me the freedom to say, okay, wait a minute, we're Christians, but Christ spoke of reincarnation. So this is going to give me the freedom to free myself from that rigid belief and learn this and study this. And over the years, by doing past life regression therapy with my clients, I have helped thousands of people transform their lives. And I'm grateful for it every day because if I kept myself in that rigid box of I'm Christian, I can't believe in this, this is wrong, this is bad, this is evil, then I would have never, because really passive regression therapy is hypnosis as well, right? What was Christ doing when he was going and separating himself from the crowds? Meditating, right? Praying. Prayer, meditation, hypnosis is all the same. You're all going within and connecting with your divine self, higher self, God self, Christ self, whatever the belief system is. There is no right and wrong. This is not religion. It has nothing to do with religion. It has everything to do with the power of the mind and how we heal and how we shift and how we change. And so that set me free to do the work that I've done with my clients with past love regression because there is enough scientific proof. There are enough people in the world that have been born that it, that had such powerful memories. I've had clients that experienced lifetimes and then did research and found the person that they were, let's say 70 years ago or whatever it was, and names are remembered, dates are remembered. There's enough evidence now that we cannot deny that it exists, because I know in Christianity, we are taught to believe that there's only one life, one chance you get. And if you get it wrong, uh oh, <laughs> you might be in trouble. <laughs> and I don't live like that anymore. Because to me, Christ consciousness is life, is freedom, is forgiveness, is love, and is God. Yeah. So do you think as a whole, your industry, that it's kind of a requirement that you be a Christian and is it a requirement, like if I come to you and, and I am atheist or, you know, subscribe to a different religion, then, you know, does that all kind of work together? Absolutely. I mean, my own space, when my clients walk in, some of my clients don't believe in crystals, but I have crystals for clients who believe it. I have Buddha statue. I have Ganesh statue. I have Mother Mary and Christ. I have Christ picture. I have all different kinds of things. I have from Costa Rica, I brought this, which is a shaman with an owl in the third eye section. So to me, I my space alone is the the welcoming space that tells my clients, no matter what your belief system is, and even if you don't have any belief, I've worked with enough clients that were atheists, and they were like, oh, I don't know what this is, Christine, I just want you to help me, right? Release yeah. anger, release this, release that. And one of my clients who was like, I don't know what you call it, call it magic or whatever, but the shit works. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm matter. with you. I mean, yeah. I, I think you definitely have to have an open enough mind to it. Absolutely. And, you know, I mean, I, full transparency, I don't know that I would. 
I find myself kind of stuck between left and right brain sometimes, but (laughs) leaning more heavily towards the left. And it kind of is easier, especially at the moment as someone who's never been really exposed to this, it is easier to kind of just shut it away. Like, ah, it's gotta be hocus pocus or something weird, you know, but it is so interesting to learn about to me because like I said, I do firmly believe that it is possible to open your mind up a lot more than what we currently can. And uh, I don't think that we believed that we'd walk around with simultaneously a calculator, music player, uh, camera, and all of these things interconnected across the world together by having a cell phone. Or that we believed that way back in the day, I'm sure that they thought it was absolute hocus pocus that we'd be able to hop into something and just fly in the air. Exactly. You know, so right. you never know without checking it out. Now, I will tell you, you know, I know we're on a time crunch today. But this is such an interesting story, and I think we've probably gotten about 25% of the way through all of the things I want to find out. So I don't know if you're willing to come back for a second episode just to kind of like give our listeners a little taste today. And then later on down the line, we'll just finish up the conversation because this stuff is so freaking interesting to me. And uh, I don't think we've even began to just crack the shell on it. And I definitely, I agree with you. You know, you can't make an educated decision on something unless you're educated on it. Absolutely. And I think that the reason you're frustrated that so many people still don't believe in it or know about it is because it's just simply not something that is widely broadcasted. And if there's one thing I want my show to be that is open to anyone and everyone, no matter what their belief system is, no matter what their business is, like this is a space where we're learning about everything that everybody's doing because publicity runs the game. You're not going to get more clients without publicity and you're not going to have more people that are willing to learn and be interested in it without that publicity as well. So before we close out this episode and get ready for episode two, I guess we'll just kind of talk about who it is that you serve and how I can get into contact with you in order to do that. You're out of California. Is that correct? Correct. So do I have to be a California resident to come see you or yeah, just (laughs) tell us all about that. That's the beauty of technology, right? The evolving that we continue to do, which gives us the opportunity to do what we're doing even right now, you and I. So I do Zoom sessions all the time. I have clients all over the world. And you said, who do I help from the average student, my youngest client, years ago was six years old to the whoever, whatever the age may be. I've helped celebrities continue to work because I am close to, you know, Hollywood and I have, I live in Burbank. So there's a lot of entertainment world clients that I have and the average student. So CEO, CFOs, judges, lawyers, you name it, you name it. It just, all it takes is when a person realizes that they're hitting rock bottom is the flexibility of the mind to help them to shift. Yeah. Well, that's fair. So how do I find you? What's your website, social media, all of that stuff? So if I want to learn more between now and next episode, how can that listener get in touch? Absolutely. So from my book, I'm also just about to release my second book, which everything is on the website. It's www.journeys, J-O-U-R-N-E-Y-S, to heal, T-O-H-E-A-L.com. So that's the website. The phone number is there. The email is there. And all of my social media accounts are under Journeys to Heal, Instagram and everything. Perfect. Well, Christine, thank you for joining me today. And we'll definitely get all that information out there to our listener for when episode two will be released. But I think this is a nice little preview, basically 
in my mind to the real thing where we're going to really dive into it because I have so many more questions. And, you know, now that I have kind of a basic overview, I think we can probably come up with some things. And I would even say, listeners, if you can go to www.smallbusinessorigin.com and sign up for our newsletter there to stay in touch, I will give early access to episode number two to everyone who signs up on our newsletter. And really cool part about this website is there's a little bar on the side of your screen there that will say leave a voicemail for the host. And you can also use the contact us feature so that you can send me any questions you would have for Christine. That way, when we have her back, maybe we'll have some listener questions that we can submit and ask her to answer for us. But once again, Christine, thank you so much for taking your time today. I know you are hungry and ready to get out for lunch. So we're going to cut this episode just a little bit short, give a preview to our listeners, and then come back for episode number two and learn so much more about you. And I'm excited for it. Thank you so much, John. Looking forward. Absolutely. And listeners, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Small Business Origins. We will see you on episode number two with Christine from Journeys to Heal out of California. I don't know if you're as interested in this stuff as I am. Maybe I'm just nerding out by myself here, learning something new, but I hope that you love it enough that you'll go to www.smallbusinessorigin.com. Sign up for our newsletter, send me a message, get your questions in, and let's get all of these questions you have over to Christine so we can start talking about some of that stuff on this podcast right here. We really appreciate your support for small business owners just like Christine by tuning in every single week to listen to this podcast. So thank you for coming back every week for a new episode. And I think we're actually going to start releasing more than one episode because I've got over 150 guests scheduled to be on this podcast. So thank you all for making that happen. And as always, stay beefy, my friends. Thanks for listening to another episode of Small Business Origins. I love an origin story. If you like what you just heard, leave us a review, subscribe, and share with a friend. You guys, check this out. They're going to love it. You're going to love it.